Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Behind the Bounce podcast, episode 11, this weekend, or this week. It's, it's amazing. We're still here, Coops, aren't we? Correct. Not going anywhere. <laughs> no, not yet. Uh, just, a, just a couple of housekeeping uh, things so far. I'm trying a different mic set up this week because last week I listened back for the first time ever and noticed that my microphone had shit the bed. So hopefully uh, we've... we've uh, covered up those sort of issues and hopefully it's a little bit better this week that's to the to the individuals of you watching i can't imagine that there's more than 10 at this point which is rather sad but that's okay coops big episode uh tonight we're down to four teams that can make the finals we've had retirements galore uh finals are really starting to take place and we had some there's been some pretty big developments in terms of what the next four weeks are going to look like as well which i'm pretty keen to get into but I think first yeah. we need to acknowledge the absolute legend that is Eddie Betts that retired throughout the week. Probably the most loved player in the competition, probably one of the most enjoyable players to watch in the competition. He'll run out for the 350th and last time uh, this weekend against the Giants. Uh, Coops, it's just a credit to the man, isn't he? That um, you know, He's got yeah. the whole footy world in his hands. Like He was just unbelievable. Once in a once in a lifetime player, do you think Eddie Betts? Yeah, yeah, I reckon. Yeah, I'm, right. I'm pretty. No, no, I'm pretty confident saying that. I reckon. Yeah, oh, it just did had the potential to flip games on its head. Like when he went over yeah. to Adelaide, he broke the footy world. You know, it was one of those ones that. You know, yeah, Eddie Betts. If if he's becomes a you know if he leaves Carlton and becomes a two cup club player, there's no loyalty in football. And then he comes back and finishes his career where it started, and has been not as good. Like obviously, father time catches up to everyone, and he's lost a little bit. But he's just still had flares of that old Eddie Betts, and he's kicked yeah. unbelievable goals. Just and the stories that are coming out this week, just about him you know, asking if people are paying rent at the Adelaide Oval, if they were standing in his pocket and just about all the nice things he's done. Like, he, he'll be one of those people that we'll remember for a really long time. And I think that... Correct. And I don't think he's just going to disappear either. I think, no, you know, no. what he's been saying, he's going to hang around and put a stamp to, you know, racism within the AFL. Yeah, I think he'd fit really, really well into the media. Like, obviously, there's the yeah. of Tony Armstrong. I'm not sure if you know who that is, uh, Tony Armstrong. used to play for the Magpies, actually. He's just got signed to Fox Footy, and he's been really, really good. But I think that if you put somebody like Eddie Betts alongside him as well, yeah. to really push that wave of fantastic Indigenous media personalities, I think that you've got two of the two of the best personalities that you can get out there. And I'm really excited to see what he does next. Uh, other retirements in this week include uh, Sean McKernan, I saw retired before, uh, played for the same. Uh, he's only just retired. Uh, Levi Casbolt and Jake Carlisle both didn't get offered uh, new contracts, but it wouldn't surprise me if they both retired. I can't quite yeah. see anybody picking them up. Jake Carlisle's been struggling with injury the past couple of years. And Levi Casbolt's probably at the end of his road as well. Um, Reese Conker. Reese Conker also didn't get offered a new deal, probably in the same boat. Uh, David Asprey retired. Pretty good way to go yeah. out, I think, if you're David Asprey. Th three premierships in 150-odd games. Good from him. Yeah. Uh, Stephen Hill, the list goes on. I'm sure uh, you're all up to date with, with who's retired, but no no bigger than Eddie Betts. Uh, as we said, Coops, do you want to jump back a week to round 22? 
Some big games occurred over the weekend. We're down to four teams that can make the finals. The Giants, the Bombers, the and then the two Perth teams, uh, the Eagles yep. and the Dokers. Who's in the box seat? Do you think the ladder changes at all this weekend? Oh, well, I think as much as I don't want to admit this, so I think, um, well, I can admit this one. Brisbane will beat Eagles, I think. Yep. Um, they look really good. Um, Dockers, I don't know. Funstone Arena, anyone's game. But I don't. Yeah. I, I reckon Frio might get up over the Saints, but I think the Bombers will get up over the Pies. So I think that's sort of, we'll probably stay how it is. And the Giants obviously are going to beat the, the Blues as well, you think? Uh, I mean, I don't know. They might, you know, they might try and put a stamp on it because, you know, Eddie's leaving and whatnot. They'll try and send him off in a good way, unlike the, um, the Eagles did with, um, what's his name? Shannon Hearn, he's 300 <laughs> or whatever it was. And, uh, Mark, real good. and Mark Murphy got the treatment as well this week. 300th game yeah. in your final game when your team gets pe- pelted by 95. <laughs> Thanks yeah, for your Mark. You <laughs> that would suck. Um, <laughs> correct. Um, but, yeah, you'd probably think GWS get the job done. Yeah. Yeah, I'm the same. I, I don't think it changes, to be honest. I think that Freeman yeah. will probably beat us because uh, I was just looking at our injury list and we've basically just put everybody on the rack. Like, Max King isn't playing. Uh, they're not going to risk Ryder or Billings. Uh, I don't think yeah. we're going to win. But Fremantle's percentage mixed with the uh, the fixture of the Pies, uh, I mean, the Bombers and the Giants, I still don't think it changes, which is, uh, yeah, not bad. And I'm, I'm sure we'll get into the finals week one prediction. Uh, but there were some pretty big games uh, over the weekend. Uh, Clarko sending a message. This is a bit of a double header. So Clarko sent a message, uh, really just showed that Sam Mitchell has got his hands full next year. Um, it's, there's two sides to this coin. So, Coops, with the Hawks' last five weeks of football, they've won three out of the last five. They've had a draw and a loss. Geez, Clarko's making it hard for them to say goodbye, isn't he? Yeah, correct. He's, yeah, I don't know. But where, like, you know what I mean? Like, where was this sort of stuff when he was on the road to getting sacked? He'd be like, righto, boys. And now yeah. he's sort of, you know, giving it up, and now they're playing good footy. Like, where was this before, you know? It is interesting, but he's he's really sending a big uh, big getter dog yeah. up to the rest of the Hawks. Like, he's he's making them climb the draft order at an absolute yeah. rapid rate, and I actually think that it's going to backfire a little bit, to be honest, next year, because they've gone from looking like having pick two sewn up. They could have pick five or six by the end of the weekend. Like, if, if the Hawks beat the Tigers and the Giants yeah. beat Blues. The Hawks will leapfrog the Blues and they'll get pick pick six. So yeah, th- they were so close to nearly going into a rebuild and getting a really nice draft pick, sitting quite pretty, zero expectations for next year. And yeah. now they're going to get a pretty mid-order type draft pick and they've just lost the best coach of a generation who's g- gone out on a winning streak. Like it's that's really, really interesting. Do you think Clarko will end up anywhere next year? Uh, I think he'd probably have a year off, wouldn't he? I think so as well. I feel like all of the jobs yeah. that, except for the Gold Coast job, I feel like all of the other coaching positions at the moment, being that of the Blues and the Pies, are sewn up. I, yeah. Um, whereas I feel like uh, Car- Big Caro, Caroline Wilson, the other day was saying that 
apparently uh, Stewie Jew is going to be shown the door. So that's the only uh, type of job I can see him getting, but I don't see him taking it because somebody like that doesn't deserve Gold Coast. Like, I feel like he just ruins everything he's created by going up there because they seem like they're pretty yeah. much unsavable. Uh, but then yeah. the other side to that to that uh, Hawthorne coin Cooper is are the Bulldogs shot. Mm. They look pretty dismal on the weekend, I must say. Um, but I think they'll be looking to bounce back, um, and it's at Marvel this week as well. So, yeah, they. I don't know if they're shot. Um, you, yeah, you might have gone early crow there, but <laughs> <laughs> nah, I don't know. They looked pretty pretty shit um, on the weekend. They looked very shit. And the only reason I say are they shot is because we had a look at the uh, the Demons and the Power yep. and the Cats, the other three in that top four. You could even put the Lions in that mix as well. They all had their down period about four weeks ago. They've all sort of yeah. They really took their, you know, they had, had a little bit of a lull. They lost games. They shouldn't have played pretty shit footy. And now yep. they've all started to rise again, you know. Um, the D's yeah. looking really good. The Cats are looking good. Brisbane, obviously, belted the pies on the weekend. Whereas the Doggies have sort of gone the opposite. They left, around, left a bit too late, I reckon. really, really well. Then they lost to the Swans. And then they popped back up. And then they lost to the Dons. And then they lost to the Hawks. And they're just sort of going a little bit further down. And insane. I reckon they've strapped up the skis, mate. Downhill ski, yeah, that's exactly right. Downhill skiers type situation that we're we're going for, and they've got no forward line. Uh, Josh Bruce, yeah, they yeah. looked lost, didn't they? Yeah, Shacky is gone as well. He's injured for how long? We don't know. Yeah. Jamara was managed for some reason. Uh, I was talking to Cam about that at work on Monday. Actually, we both thought it was the perfect opportunity for Jamara to actually show who he was, but he got dropped. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so they've left Tim English down there all by himself with another say, with yeah. five five small forwards, as well as However, to do the ruck duties. It's yeah, Astronaut, he, you know he kicked. He's still there, but I I did also say um, on the weeks before podcast that Cody Waitman would probably slide back in and um, you know do some things, and he did two goals one. So yeah, yeah he played quite well. Up, yeah, but I just feel like because they well. In a in my predicted uh, round one fixture, they're going to come up against yeah. the demons, and yeah. that forward line wants absolutely nothing to do with the demons back line. Like that's dangerous for them. If if yeah. that small forward line is stuck with Stephen May, Jake Lever, and Christian Salem just looking down on them, that's like, screwed. Oh no, thank <laughs> you. That's not good. Um, but yeah, I think yeah. I think they'll be okay. I think this week. They're probably glad that it's not at the Adelaide Oval. That yep. would have been a really tough road trip to then have to play another top four side the next week. That's that's dangerous. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, think, I think that um, yeah they're probably lucky. But we'll we'll see. Time will tell. Coops, any other games that you wanted to have a look at? Uh, I had that the D's held steady. They played quite well against the Crows. Did you catch any of that one? Uh, did not. Uh, no. Were we at uh, work on Sunday? Is that why we missed that? Yeah, it was. Correct. I don't know why I put that there. All right, we'll move on. Coops, did you catch any of the derby? Uh, no. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, I'll go, I'll go through this. Um, oh, actually, no, I did, actually. I lie. Did you? Um, I did. Correct. Um, I don't know. The Eagles, 
I don't know. They do it every time. They don't show up for three quarters and then they're like, oh, yeah, we're playing footy boys. Switch on. Yeah. And yeah. they did that against the Demons. They did that against the Pies. They let us belt. We They let us belt them and then they decided to turn it on. You know, they've done that three weeks in a row now, I reckon. Yeah. They're the most... So they've left ad- the run too late. They're the most... And I'm not sure if this is even a word, but they're the most attitudinal team. That's not a word. There's no way. But they just pick and choose when they want to show up. And God, is it annoying if you're um, and it's yeah. the whole reason that they'll miss the finals because they they just seem to have attitude problems. But um, yeah, Fremantle looked very very good. It's awesome to see them win a derby for the first time in, in ages. I feel like they're on the way up. Kahuna, goal of the year nomination. Oh, was that yeah? What a sausage that was. Uh, we actually wouldn't yeah. talk about that. That is a um, a talking point that I've got. I'm not sure if you quite understood it. Um, so I've put in the notes that none of you can see watching at home. I've put in passage score review. review nice one. Passage score review. And then I've put in brackets strong out of bounds. So um, obviously with the score review at the moment, Coops, they can go back further in the passage yeah. and see if it was touched. Yeah. Or if it's you know, what side of the post it's on or this, that or the other, blah, blah, blah. I'd really like to know if there's a universe or potentially uh, it's in the pipeline where they actually go through the passage of play to see if the ball was um, still live. Be... If you go back to that Sarong goal that he kicked, probably yeah. the goal of the year in my opinion, if that, that, like, you don't have to be dead to be stiff if he doesn't get goal of the year for that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think – I can't remember who handballed it to him, but they were yonks out of bounds. And, yeah. um I'd like to know if that's – because, you know, that, that that's one of those that things. Like, you take the you take the end result, you're minus six points off that, that's back to nine points. You know, it's a, it's a much – that goal changed the game. That's that's the goal that won the game for uh, the Dockers. If it was called correctly, it's a throw-in. So, I'd yeah, like and to, similar to, thing – it's also a similar thing in round two. I oh, know I'm just one on here, but I was actually at the game when Michael Gibbons kicked one from the boundary, and you can see, like, as he kicked it, the ball, like, he kicked it out of bounds, essentially. Yeah. You know, the ball yeah, started yeah, yeah, out of bounds. Right. Yeah, he was. He was yeah, young. correct. And all the pie supporters around me were going off, but they can't review it, sort of thing. So, yeah. You know, if one of those boys get goal of the year that's out of bounds, well, someone, you know, there's bound to be someone who go, well, that whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that was out of bounds, correct. Sound like Brian Taylor. But, yeah, I think that because they've obviously got the power to do that because they can go yeah. back further in passages to see if the ball was touched. Yeah. So it, it does surprise me that that's not a part of the score, but maybe that's because it's an umpiring error. It's not a, yeah. you know, it's not like, oh, I know what I'm trying to say, but now I'm sort of trying to talk myself out of it. No, I think that they need to review passages that were out of bounds. Um, <laughs> Tribunal sure. Cooper, I've got a couple. Uh, Tom Tom Hawkins starched Dara Joyce in a tackle, got off scot free. Um, I'm not surprised via name value uh, that he got off with that tackle. Uh, A bit difficult though to sort of uh, dissect because there wasn't a lot he could have done. He was running full steam. He's dived into Dara Joyce and then just it's more of a momentum injury, but still you've knocked you've knocked someone out. You got to at least pay a fine for that. Jesus Christ. And then we've got Zane Cordy in the uh, the Hawks Dogs game, who's done exactly the same thing. Uh, free kick was paid. Both men got up, <laughs> and he got a three thousand dollar fine. <laughs> the yeah. consistencies in the MRO are cooked. 
and I do not like it. I think it's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, so I think those decisions this week sort of tilted everyone over the edge. Like you go through the comments on a couple of the photos, you know, what do you think of this on 7 AFL? And there's quite a few past AFL, um, quite a few past AFL players in the comments, you know, throwing a bit of shade. So, yeah, it's, yeah. Um, it's, it's interesting. And then we obviously saw your mate, uh, my check clean up what's his face, <laughs> uh, Fullerton. <laughs> And uh, full cream, uh, yeah. He's he started his whole he started his off season early. <laughs> You're right, uh, he just wants to play AFL even on the couch, yeah. yeah that makes two of us. Uh, and then I've actually I've put in brackets, I saw um, an article about 15 minutes ago, just before we started the pod, um, that Patrick Dangerfield declined the opportunity to talk to the tribunal about getting Toby Green off. Uh, so I've put oh. in brackets. Danger was a dick uh, because the reasoning he gave for not fronting up to the tribunal was that he was too busy. (laughs) Come on, Danger. Um, GWS didn't like that and they reckon it's because of Geelong having a whinge about how much GWS asked for in the Jeremy Cameron trade. Uh, So Mm. (laughs) this has the potential to cause World War III, but yeah, I I don't really like it because... Usually when people or clubs are asked to talk about or to try and get a player off, they usually all accept. Unless it's yeah. really, really bad. Yeah. Like a player's been knocked out from a bump that's got four weeks, especially when it's borderline like that, where it could be a week, it could be could be, you know, you're free to play. Most of the clubs uh provide a medical report. You know, whether it's one way or the other. Um, most yeah. clubs provide a medical report. They they provide a witness. They provide a statement. Yada yada yada. Geelong have just put their big boy pants on and said no, thank you, and uh, told GWS <laughs> to jam it. So that's uh, yeah. that's quite interesting on their part. <laughs> but yeah, I just couldn't. Is, I thought, imagine, busy, imagine yeah, well. just uh, imagine just going. No, nah, sorry, Toby, I'm a bit busy. I've got the kids to feed at at seven p.m. and they've got to be in bed by half past. Um, <laughs> yeah, very interesting. From... I'm on Xbox at quarter two, eight, so sorry, mate. Yeah, um, yeah, got some more week off with Robbo. <laughs> All right. Oh, God. Oh, Collingwood, yeah, yeah, this is good. High performance chief leaves. Yeah, no worries. Anyway, carry on. Um, I'm not sure they had anything high performing this year, Cuba. Maybe uh, Jack oh, Inneban yeah. was the only thing that performed at a high level this year, but they definitely yeah, didn't play. No <laughs> oh, the poor pies. Correct. Got... Oh, what happened to them, Coops? Talk us through it. No, 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 no. <laughs> you don't want to? <laughs> no. Oh, poor <laughs> Who I actually do want to talk about, though, speaking of people that pile on goals, uh, Port Adelaide. I'm a, I'm an advocate of Port Adelaide now. Really? I know I've, I know I've uh, bagged the crap out of them. I called them pretenders. I called them this, that, and the other. But <laughs> if, they beat, if they beat the dogs on um, whenever they play them, I think it's Friday night, they beat the Dojes, they're in a very, very, very good position to win the flag, in my opinion. Yeah. Because if they beat the Dogs, they're going to get a home final. Pretenders, mate. They're going to get a home final uh, in in the quali, uh, which they're probably going to play Geelong, which you'd probably take them over there, considering what they did last year. Yeah. Um, So then they're going to get another home final in the prelim. And inform yeah. with a clean bill of health. Yeah. That's no, yeah, scary, I think you're right. That's a scary assignment, I think. 
Yeah, um, yeah I think you're right. They showed that they could score quickly. Uh, the score was what? Uh, I can't remember, but... 21-14 to 5-15. Yeah, so there was uh, Carlton were on five goals, seven. So it was 35 to whatever. And Port Adelaide scored 125 points to eight after that point. They kicked 19 in a row. Like, that's insane. <laughs> yeah, that's... They're looking dangerous. Yeah. Actually um, looking at the summary of the game, and yeah, they're looking dangerous. So I, I retract my Port Adelaide pretenders uh, quote. I, I like to stick to my guns, but I feel like Port Adelaide, they're one of the... Like, they're a genuine chance now because the Cats have shown that they're beatable. The Saints kicked the first five on them and probably should have beaten them. And if the... If the script goes according to to my plan anyway, with the Cats losing this weekend and then having to play in a semi final, uh, I yep. wouldn't want any of Port Adelaide at all. Yeah, no, they they yeah, I'd watch out, eh? <laughs> yeah, aye. Uh, all right, round twenty three, big round. This, hey, this round. Hey, wait a minute. Hang on. Oh yeah, no, no, no. This is in round twenty three. Yeah, correct. Is it? Keep going. Yeah, oh, what I'm going to oh. talk about. Um. <laughs> So, yeah, obviously, uh, big round this, this round. We're going to lose um, 10 teams, thank God. Uh, I can actually enjoy my footy now, watching the finals, because, Jesus Christ, do I hate watching the Saints on a weekly basis. Um, but, yeah. I'm going to big... jump straight to the game of the round, Dilksy. I'm just going to cut you off here, mate. Oh, yeah. oh uh, no worries. Uh, you can keep talking in a minute. Well, the game, there's probably two game of the rounds, really. Top four, you know, 1v whatever it is. Yep. 2v3 and 1v4. Yep. No, 1v2 1v2 3v4. Correct, yeah. Sorry, that's what I was trying to say. Um, and I think um, D's are a good chance to lose um, against Geelong at G, mate. <laughs> no. I, I... <laughs> that's good from you, Coot. <laughs> no, I, I think that'll be, I think that'll be a, close, a close contest. But at GMHBA, then, you know, you'd almost back the cats in. Uh, yeah. But... They have been sort of up and down, but the Ds also are on the up. So if the Ds lose, they do not finish top, and Cameron will probably, I don't know, he will not be happy. Yeah. Um, we're actually going to get into that uh, in a moment, uh, where would you rather finish? But, um, yeah, I, I agree, but I disagree. I feel like Geelong at GMHBA are, are tough, like, mm. but it's not a fortress. GW, Correct. Not, not this year. It has been a fortress for sure, but... Um. Yeah, they got beaten by who? They get beaten by the Giants. Beat them up. Um, recently, and they've been pushed right to their limits a lot there this year. So it's obviously yeah. not, it's not as good as it was because the Saints. Really close one, I think. Yeah, yeah. The Saints played well. The Doggies played well there. Um, the Swans played well there. You know, they're they're beatable. Whereas I feel like the other way around. If the Cats are playing at the MCG, it's not even a question. Like The Ds are going to win that every day of the week. I've tipped the Ds in this one. Just yeah, I think I'm not backing. I just think that a team like that that's been as good as they have all year, um, yeah. you know, they don't, they don't lose games like this, and it's a really good warm-up. What I actually am looking forward to is the potential that um, we're going to get these two match-ups again. There's a really yeah. good chance that we're going to see, uh, and obviously the ladder positions that have to change. Uh, we're going to see Melbourne versus Geelong and Port versus the Doggies again. 
Uh, and I actually yeah. quite like that because it's almost like, well, what can we actually do in a week? Like, I like the yeah. idea of both teams going back and going, oh, shit, we got belted in around the cent- in and around the centre clearances. We're going to have to fix that up and then actually seeing if they go and do it. Like a rematch, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it, it looks like, though, they will potentially be played at different grounds as well. So, yeah, um, that's, yeah, that's going to be really cool to watch. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I'm really excited for this this weekend, Coops. It's um, Alistair Clarkson and Sean Burgoyne's last games. That's huge in Hawthorne yeah. folklore. Absolutely yeah. unbelievable that those two are, are retiring on the same day. I uh, think it's shit that they've been given, like, a one thirty time slot. That's rather disrespectful. But, um, yeah. you know, given the fact that it's the early game, so nobody's going to watch it for one. There's no crowd for two. And it's not prime time, so it's not even on free-to-air. I think that is terrible. But given the fact that, um, yeah, the other two prime time games uh, being Friday night and Saturday night are ball terrors, you probably have to forgive them for that. Um, yeah. Yeah, that'll be, that'll be pretty sad, I think. Obviously, we've got Eddie Betts to retire uh, in the Carlton and GWS game. Uh, and it'll probably be David Teague's last game as well uh, because his papers seem to be all but signed. Ross Lyon uh, seems to have got that job as well. I think he's got real potential to make Carlton a force to be reckoned with, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, a real defensive coach like that. Uh, you know, I think people said when he was coaching St Kilda and Fremantle that a good defensive coach like Ross Lyon makes you a four-goal better team. And yeah. then you've also got to think four pre-seasons into Harry Mackay, Sam Walsh, Charlie Kerno, and the rest of it. Yeah. Four, four goals turned into six pretty quickly. And um, they're going to be a really good team to watch. But, yeah, Eddie Betts retiring as well. Uh, we were talking then, about, um, sorry, off air, um, the the venue. Do you want to get into the final sort of venues um, later on? or? Yeah. Well, we'll um, I think we'll just uh, give our tips and preview for this week and then we'll, we'll get yeah. into that. Uh, we'll just sort of go... Yeah in a chronological order. So we'll get into the tips. Why not? Um, obviously, uh, there's a, the last couple of spots in the eight can be decided uh, this week, but what will help de- decide... Going down to the wire, the race, the eight. Yeah, it's, it's, it's good, I think, um, because yeah. in the mid-2000s and uh, 2010s, the eight used to be decided five weeks wow. ago. <laughs> so it's nice to know that... that um, and there's a different mix of teams as well. Like, if you told me that um, Sydney, Melbourne, Western Bulldogs, um, Essendon, and Fremantle. Brisbane, we're in the final. I'd say get bent. <laughs> yeah, get bent. Um, but yeah, uh, massive game on Friday night. Uh, Doggies and the pair. Who have you got in this one, Coops? Tough. <laughs> well, the Doggies were pretty shit last week. Very It'd be shit rude last week. Poor, wouldn't it? Yeah, I know it is at Marvel, but they still put a shit performance against Essendon. So and Sydney, yeah, and the rest. So, and Port have been playing quite well at Marvel as well. They beat you. They I'm beat. Going, uh, they beat. Um, yeah, someone else. Oh, I'm going Port by. Uh, I reckon dogs are trying to ramp it up. I'm going by eleven. That's the margin game. Hanks, uh, I think by eleven. Was a little added in there, but yeah, poor by eleven. To ESPN footy tips for the margin game of the round. Um, I'm going to go with them as well. I think that they're just they're just good. Port Adelaide. I think that if they can take the scalp of a top four team going into finals, the uh, uh, 
good malfunction, Jack. Um, Jack's brain has had a malfunction. Cooper, mm. if the doggies lose and the Lions win, the doggies are fifth. Can you believe really? that? Yeah, can doggies you believe lose, that? Doggies Lions win. Yeah. Can you actually right. believe that five weeks ago when the dogs beat the Ds, they would then have the potential of dropping out of the four completely? Man. That is ridiculous. <laughs> I cannot believe that. That that is yeah. That's, people were writing them for the flag in round three, and now they're going to drop the fifth potentially. And that, that yeah, I feel like they're the team that actually percentage in the comp. They better just make it mean jack shit. Yeah, correct. I actually think that they're the team that needs it the most at the moment because they they're they're badly out of form, and I feel like they need it. Mm, correct. <laughs> All right, moving on to the our okay, yeah, Saturday yeah. games: uh, Hawks and the Tigers at the Gur. Hawks. Yep, agreed. On the same, <laughs> I've tipped them. No I actually Hawks. are the favourite because Richmond have been yeah, playing. Uh, but circumstance, if they don't get up for those two players, they're not going to get up for anyone. Oh, player and coach. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think it just sums up Richmond's season. I can't. They've lost seven of the last nine. They could go eight of the last ten. In terms of losses, that's ridiculous as well. Mm. They're in some dire straits. <laughs> that's a good song, actually. Yeah, good band. Great song. Great song, band, whatever you want to fucking call it. All right, and then we've got uh, Sydney and the Gold Coast Suns at Marvel. Uh, mm. on, uh, yeah, the Sunny Boys here. Uh, the Swanny Boys here. Not yeah, I'm down the Swans. Yeah. Who'd they play last week and did they win? They played North and they were quite, it was a competitive game. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think that, um, yeah, they're they not going to bounce back, but I think that they'll just, I think that they'll get to about three quarter time and they'll uh, put the queue in the rack because they can't fall, they can't fall any lower and they yeah. can't exactly go any higher. So. <laughs> Oh, it's a no, it's a nothing game for them. It's it's basically a training drill. I wouldn't be surprised if they come out tomorrow and they've basically got the VFL team on the park because they <laughs> they don't have to have anybody playing to be honest. Like ladder position doesn't matter, and they're nineteen percent off going into the top four even if they win. Buddy, so, obviously not getting a thousand goals this season. Um, how much is he off? Uh, you keep talking. I'll Google. <laughs> No, I don't. I don't think so. I think if they finished fourth, uh, yes, he would, because then yeah. they have to play three games as a minimum. Nine hundred eighty-six. Oh, fourteen. Oh, potentially, he's close. I mm. think. I think if he can, if he can get it down to, he's not kicking six this week. <laughs> yeah, you get it to ten, he probably could. But I oh, imagine if he. Imagine, imagine if he just went out and kicked six or seven. Imagine if he just kicked on. in the in the grand final in Perth. Yeah. Could you imagine the scenes if that had the Swans wouldn't lose from then? They'd be bloody um That'd be What's his name? Trespassers, mate. <laughs> People would jump the fence. They'd be pigs at full forward. Yeah, great. In the <laughs> granny. Oh my god. Yeah. At Optus, yeah. Uh <laughs> Yeah, that will also be in the in the venues chat a little bit later on. Um, the Lions and the Eagles, I think Lions pretty easily. The Eagles, yep. I think they've got a couple of big outs as well. I think Kennedy's going to miss, and and Darling potentially. Oh, oh no, they've got no form. Oh, oh yeah, I I think I saw something about Darling potentially yeah. being 
Yeah, darling, I have a team two that are going to miss. So um, that's yeah. their thing done. Um, at the Gumahuba, uh, we've got the Cats and the Ds. We've touched on this before. I think. All right, hang the on. Sorry. Um, yeah, crap. Josh Kennedy, McGovern could join Shepard and Kelly on the oh. sideline. So yeah, McGovern, there you go. Oh, there goes the salary cap. Um, yeah, that's it. They're big losses. Uh, all four of them. Uh, Coops, we've got the mm. Ds on Saturday night. Correct. Ds. That's good from us. Uh, and then Carlton and GWS at Marble. Uh, Carlton and GWS. GWS. Yeah, I think um, I think that they're just... Already. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I feel like they can come out and play for Eddie Betts, but, I mean, they also got belted by 95 points and they were supposed to be playing for Mark Murphy, so... Um, yeah, I don't think they'll put up anything. Marvel's not. GWS have played at Marvel enough this year. It's pretty neutral ground, to be honest, yeah. uh, at this point in time. Uh, on to the Sunday games, uh, Saints and the Dockers. I've got the Saints, but I'm not at all confident. Uh, I think we yeah, put, put the queue in the rack. Yeah. Uh, uh, Saints are the favourite, so... Yeah, I can see, I can see now, Um But... It may change. Yeah, I can Quite see we're the favourites completely. Um, you know, we we should beat the Dockers on paper, but um, I just think that with our inconsistencies um, and the fact we've got nothing to play for mixed with the fact that they've got something to play for, um, yeah. it'll probably get them over the line. But uh, I don't think it'll really matter. I don't think Fremantle are going to make the eight anyway, considering they play. So, like, the eight, the eight would probably be... Um, will probably be stitched up before they even play. So, yeah. Um, oh, except for the Bombers, but, uh, oh, well, moving on. <laughs> um, <laughs> speaking of the Bombers, uh, Anzac Day clash type situation at the G, 320. Oh. Great game. Uh, you're obviously going to go with the Pies, I'm assuming. Uh, don't know. Not at all confident. And I need the tip, so, look, <laughs> I don't know. You're not going to fall from second, mate. And Cam's not even going to get anything for first because I oh, don't. I'm three in front. No, no, no. I might tip the pies in just for a fucking upset. Who's who's? Has anybody paid Cam for the tipping? Oh, no, Cam's the only one that hasn't paid. I've paid literally. Either. Oh, you stingy. Cam <laughs> hasn't paid. He has <laughs> not paid. <laughs> He's supposed to pay Ruben, and he has not paid, and it's oh, around twenty-three. I didn't. I didn't realise it was. I had to pay Ruben. Yeah, oh, correct. No, I'll just give Cam the money. He, I don't. Sorry. He's going to win. So he's, I'm six behind him. I don't think I'm catching him. No, uh, I'm going to go with the Bombers for that one. I think that, um, and I think that Jake Stringer is yeah. going to do some absolute Dustin Martin types uh, performances in the finals as well. I think that they'll beat. I think they'll beat the Lions, and then they'll move on to the semis, and then they'll get knocked out. But I think that that um, Stringer will carry them. Um, and then yeah. moving on to the uh, greatest game of the round. Uh, yeah. Adelaide and North. Who have we got? I've got North. Oh, I got Crom. You got the Crom. Yeah. Interesting. Where's it being played again? At, in Adelaide. Yeah, Crom. You got the Crom. All right. Well, they're our tips for the week. I'm sure they'll <laughs> pop up on the socials uh, somewhere. Um, talking points. We've got the finals week one predictions. So if we look back uh, at the ladder and, and, and at our tips, um, we've got. Melbourne finishing first, Port Adelaide finishing second. Um, who else have we got there? <laughs> I can't even remember. Geelong third. What? 
and the doggies fourth. No, we've got the the lions. We've got the lions fourth. So that leaves us with Melbourne versus the uh, the the lions, and then Port Adelaide versus Geelong. Um, Coops, actually, where would you rather finish? To be honest, would you rather finish first and have all the pressure in the world on you to then win the premiership from that point on? Would you rather finish second and still get a home final, but probably play the more difficult opponent, or would you rather finish? Would you rather finish third, have no expectation and play probably the easier opponent, or finish fourth and then have to do it the hard way? Oh, I think it'd be out of two or three, to be honest. Um, it depending, I suppose it'd depend on how much of a threat you were at your home ground. Like if you were like, you know, a big, big, big threat at, you know, at GMH Bay, for instance, um, you know, you'd probably want to finish second so you get a home final and then have more of a chance sort of thing, theoretically. Yeah. Um, but if, you know, if you're just a walkover at GMH BA, then you'd probably just be happy with third, I think. Yeah. You'd be happy to be in the eight. Yeah, really. So. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> neither of our teams are going to make it. But I actually, I wouldn't yeah. want to be... See, I'm conflicted because I wouldn't mind to be Geelong, but I don't want yeah. to be Adelaide and play in front of a packed Port Adelaide crowd. <laughs> That's yeah. my only well, thing. Well, I reckon it's best, yeah. I'd rather, play, I'd rather play Port Adelaide than Melbourne, but I'm not sure how yeah. much of an impact that crowd's going to make. Well, I think if Brisbane play Melbourne, Melbourne win. Yeah, so do I. Um, and well, okay. In saying that, depending on the venue, correct. Um, do the doggies potentially bow out week one of the finals because they'd play Essendon going off our ladder? Oh yeah, say it bye bye. <laughs> say it bye bye, you reckon? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, that, that's a that's a. You raise a good point there, mate. Thank you. Uh, and then obviously we've got the Battle of the Bridge. I think that the Swans will probably be. They'll be sweet in that one, I think. I can't yeah. see losing. Um, yeah. Alrighty, and then uh, last uh, topic, I guess, is the potential uh, venues of those finals. So I was listening yeah. to the armchair experts just before we went live on the, the podcast, and they were talking about a potential GMHBA hub, which would include uh, crowds because uh, Geelong is obviously in under regional restrictions. I don't see that happening for a second. Um, but Melbourne come up with the possibility, you were saying, Coops, before that they would move if it meant they got to play in front of crowds. But then if they then got a home preliminary final with crowds in Victoria. Yeah. I believe that is what um, the great man himself from Seven News, um, what's his name? Tom Brown. Shit, no. He's what? a blog. Um, the other one. The one that talks to Peter Mitchell. <laughs> I don't watch oh, the goops, I'm sorry. Um <laughs> Please hold. Uh, the bloke that talks to Peter Mitchell, it's not that hard. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody watches the news goops. <laughs> Everyone watches the news. Someone in the chat can tell me who this guy is. <laughs> From Seven News. <laughs> Cooper, what colour was his hair? Because that all is it Mark Stevens? No. Nathan Templeton? No. Shit, no. Tim Watson. Okay, Tim Watson. Yeah, Tim Watson, who covers all the sport, you muppet. You should know. Um, 
has said that, yeah, I think that's what he said uh, about the D's potentially wanting to play um, at the G. Um, they're happy to travel for the week one, but they want to play at the G. Um, don't know about the crowds, but I don't know if I heard that, but I did hear crowds. <laughs> and then just back to what you were saying about... Back to what you no. were saying, Dilksy, about um, GMHBA. Oh. So um, I did also hear in that same sentence from Tim Watson that um, that uh, the state government has decided no um, because it's too much of a risk for the Metro Melbourne to travel 40 minutes down the road and go to the game. Yeah, correct. That's exactly what I thought. When they were saying it, I thought, Jesus, that's wonderful in theory, but I also thought it's not yeah. like... GMHBA is in Mildura, where it's a four-hour trip for them to get there. Like, they're yeah. going to travel. Um, but That's what he said. He said it's too much of a risk. And if what, they're playing what, a team like, I don't know, who did we say that Geelong would play? Um, well, you know, if it's D's and Geelong, there's going to be a packed house. And most D supporter, after 40 years, is going to travel to Geelong to watch. Yeah, correct. Um, and that's, 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 so. It's not like it's... Um, it's not like it's a Gold Coast game where you're only going to get a handful of people that are going to go. Like, mm. these, Melbourne, these Melbourne people have been waiting yonks um, yep. to get a home final. Uh, well, yep. no, that's incorrect. They got one in 2018. But they've waited yonks for uh, 2019. No, 2018. Yeah, correct. Yeah, uh, correct. They've waited yonks to see their team play this well. And yeah. I don't think you're going to you're going to um, derive or deprive any of those supporters from getting a seat in that stadium. Yeah. But I mean, if it's got to do with the Paddy Dangerfield comment about there being no soul, what's a thousand people going to do? Mm. Cause yeah, because you've, you've, you've got to think. Catch twenty two, mate. There's not going to be many people. In, it's not like we're not in a position at the moment where they can go. And and give twenty thousand tickets away, or ten yeah. tickets away, or even five thousand. Like that's just not happening. Um, yeah. So no, I, I don't think there's going to be a soul, uh, regardless of whether it's being played at a GMHBA or, or wherever. I think yeah. that they want crowds. Unfortunately, for the second year in a row, we're going to have to go into state. Um, yeah. Because that's the only way it's going to happen, and I, yeah. I feel like. There are neutral enough uh, venues, venues. To, to, for it to be played at, given the amount of interstate teams. Like, obviously, yeah. the two Sydney teams can't play in front of their home crowds, and neither can, um, you know, and the Lions aren't going to get a home final. So, um, yeah. you could play them anywhere, really. Yeah, it doesn't look like it doesn't look like any of the Perth teams are going to get get into it either. So, um, they're spoiled for choice. And I just think yeah. That, um, that, yeah, they've just got to be smart about it. Because, um, and I, I feel like finals footy needs to be played in front of a crowd anyway. Um, yeah. Yeah, how shit would it be if... if um, stadium. I think it brings, you know, part of the momentum to teams too. Yeah, correct. Absolutely it does. Like, I even I even just remember uh, the, the Saints game. You've got two Victorian teams playing up at the Gabba in an elimination final. And it felt like, you know, those there were sixty thousand Victorians. Like it's yeah, it's unbelievable. So I think that they do need to be played, and th- like they get up regardless. And 
even the bandwagoners or the casuals, they pick a team anyway. Like It's like what we do yeah. with, with the grand final. If I go over to a mate's place on grand final day and my team's not in it because they never bloody are, I'm going to jump onto the team anyway. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. I'm gonna, I'm yeah. gonna, I'm gonna support a team regardless. So, however, last um, year I hated Richmond, so I did not support Richmond. They can get banned. Yeah, they can get banned. I, yeah, I was on the Cats bandwagon as well. Um, but like, Don't. it's just like you know, they need to be played in front of a crowd. Dangerfield can jam it, and um, you know, what I would like to see win the flag. Go on. Even though it might not happen, is the dogs so that Trelaw can say, "Get a big dog up here." No, I'm serious. <laughs> Okay, fair enough. <laughs> so he can just go, hey, get a big dog up yeah. Look who's winning flags and, yeah, look who's finishing 17th. Yeah, correct. Yeah, you will. So, I don't know. I, um, yeah, I know. I actually don't mind your position. I did that before. Hoops, to be honest. Oh, number one draft pick, is it? Or... Oh, you'll get number two draft pick and there's going to be no expectation. Yeah, and you've still got a decent list. I think that you're in a very good spot. Yeah. But, um, Thank you, now, is it? Or... Yeah, well, um, look, I've got nothing else to add, Cooper. What about you? No, I'm I'm just here for a good time. So, not a long time, typical. Um, look, <laughs> that's been uh, today's episode. Hopefully, you've enjoyed. Hopefully, the mic issues have sorted themselves out. I'm sure Cooper will let me know in the old post edit. Hopefully, uh, we provide you with some shit house opinions like usual. Um, we'll have Cameron Haley on next week to um, reform the three amigos, and we will be getting his Guzmani Gomez order. Uh, <laughs> So, yeah, hopefully Great. you've enjoyed that. Um, I now know who sits next to Peter Mitchell. Hope you do as well. Uh, enjoy the last week of the home and away season, and we will see you next week. Goodbye.